think there's a good reason the Jazz aren't blowing this team out right now. And these guys are riding emotional highs. They won a game they weren't supposed to win when they beat the Warriors, and they're in a playoff series they're not supposed to be in. And John Moran's incredible. Use the open mic. Use our app. Use the open mic feature. Send us your audio. If you're at work, we don't mind a little construction noise in the background. Whatever. Send us your take. DJ PK brought to you in part by Mountainland Supply. Join Scott in hands at Mountainland Supply's Customer Appreciation Day tomorrow from 10 to 2 at 1505 West, 130 South and Orm. Free street tacos, appearances by the Diesel Brothers and Rulon Gardner, and free hats and T-shirts. Stop by. All right, PK, we will uh, talk more about the playoffs in just a moment, but I think we want to take a a moment. We both got to know Mark Eaton when we moved here, and uh, he passed away suddenly, unexpectedly, tragically. Uh, How are people going to remember Mark Eaton? And you put that up on Facebook, and we just got a a ton of replies. So many people, casual interactions with him around town, the rare jazz player who, who stayed here. And stayed here for uh, for years. Monty says, seeing him at Costco and realizing how huge he was. Yeah. Meeting him at his restaurant, Tuscany. Very nice guy. A lot of comments like that. Larry says, I was standing in line at the Silver Creek Junction gas station. And he walked over and stood by me. I turned around and couldn't believe how tall he was in person. Yeah, if you haven't been around that type of height, it's eye-catching. Uh, when I first started covering basketball college and pro it was eye-opening to me then i got used to it because they are so tall even the average guy in the nba is way taller than the average guy in a street going a street you know i'm 511 most guys are like my height right maybe an inch or two taller or smaller but you get around them and they're extremely tall but i think he's the ultimate jazz man when you look at it, I don't know that there represents what the Jazz are about better than Mark Eaton. Because he was a great player, defensive player of the year, all-star, jersey retired. So you had all those accolades out on the floor. But he was also a big-time community guy, just like your neighbor, your brother, whomever. And he made his home here. And he was around and he was with, even if it wasn't official, you listen to Rudy Gobert talk about him. And you listen, you watch Gobert post pictures of the two of them mm-hmm. uh, receiving with uh, when Rudy got his defensive player of the year and Mark had his trophy. But then, then they're up, uh, uh, he lived up at Jeremy Ranch, I think. And so they're up there. And so I don't know that there's a better player who was a better representative than what the Jazz are about. The poster guy, I think, really was and is Mark Eaton. You know, for the, uh, and, and there have been a handful of guys who've just come through with just a ton of talent. Um, but the players who are self made, who struggle, um, the, they can be the Cinderella story the fans really pull for. Yeah, Joe Ingles and is the latest example. Joe Ingles is the latest example, right? Uh, there was a time it was Raja Bell. It was a if you come through town with too much talent, I love watching you, but can't really relate relate to that. You're just too good. You're too gifted, Mitchell. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I think if you go back, kind of parallel to Mark Thurl Bailey, because Thurl stayed in town and had a gazillion positive interactions with a lot of people, and people have all the warm feelings and all that stuff. But like Thurl, 
Thurl was really good, you know, and to be that good and that athletic at that size, just a different deal. Well, that's, you know, I don't know, was the lottery pick, was that even a term when Thurl came out? I don't think it was. That was pre-lottery. He would have been one of the last couple of drafts yeah, before Thurl's that. Yeah, a good example because he has remained in the community. He was gone, played overseas a little yeah. bit, uh, whereas Mark was here, played his entire career here, retired, stayed here, opened up businesses, did a lot in the community. And that's what I think a lot of folks feel personal when you saw that. What was it? Uh, was it Saturday? Yeah. You, you, you heard the news and like, what? That's, that's not true. What are you talking about? It just can't possibly be true. Uh, but yet it was and it is. And he's gone from us now. And first and foremost is his family, obviously. But he left, he left a lasting impression that in, in time, whenever that time is individually for his children and, and family, that hopefully they can realize that the impact that he had was pretty much as much as anybody who ever, has ever played. You know, the Larry Miller, I think, probably number one. I mean, obviously he wasn't a player. But beyond that, I think you got to put Mark Eaton right there. Hector says, Mark seemed like a great man. I was always interested to hear him, his take on things. When you guys would have him on the radio, I'm going to miss those interviews. For sure. We will, too. I had the distinct thought last week we needed to get him on to talk about the playoffs. So, yeah, missed opportunity. That's, a, that's the thing I heard. This, this, this cannot be true. There's some type of mistake here. This did not happen, as they say, that he's gone. Especially when there was no signs. You listen to people that are around him in the most uh, in the final days of his life. He was healthy and yeah, yeah, active. Yeah, I and know. Charles Barkley uh, posted that picture and sharing it on TNT because they'd been texting back and forth. And Mark was out doing stuff and literally going out for a bike ride that day, that night. So I think he had gone one earlier in the day. Uh, so yeah, and 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 thing about it too <clears throat> is that the players, the former players, uh, they all loved him for what he stood for and what he was about. He did a lot of work for retired players after oh, he yeah, retired, sure. yeah, and yeah. and some retired players have it really good, but not everyone does. So looking out for the people who are struggling, uh, he, he invested a lot of time in that. Yeah, and then he went. He was a friend of Joe West, apparently the umpire. Yeah, and Joe set a record for most games umpired. Is that what it was? Correct. Is in Chicago, something like that. And he was back there, hanging out with Jim McMahon with, with, there. With Jim McMahon, mm-hmm. I don't, did Jim know Joe? I I, I would assume so. I, I saw guess. the photo. I don't know all the backstory. <laughs> I I heard I, I heard what you heard that yeah. There's this there's tie. A, this there's link. a connection somewhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Right. And then later in the week, as the week is uh, winding down on Saturday, that's the way it ended. It's just uh, wow. And if you and I'm not here to to wax philosophical on this makes you appreciate and all this stuff because all every one of us has had tragedies. Uh, so you just look at it. Maybe it does make you appreciate it more. Uh, whatever you need, and that was certainly an eye opener. Eric says he rem- he's going to remember Mark appearing in child abuse commercials on TV. The camera panned upward. I remember that. And Mark says something about, if it's intimidating to have someone of my size in your face, now you know how your child feels when you're in theirs. I remember those, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I remember that being intimidated by that commercial because uh, he is—he was so so tall. And I, I, one time we had him on, and he said it's a community event when he got gas. And you're like, you got to be on at all times when you're like that because people are gonna and they're gonna reference, oh, that time I met him. That time, not yeah. those times, right. but that time. So this one yeah. twenty-second interaction, right? And it better be really good, right? You're this or that, and that's the way they're going to remember you and base an opinion upon you, which seems a little silly. Twenty but seconds yet that's out of the way it is. Sixty-four years. Ready and go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to on a much, much, much smaller scale, I've I've dealt with that. And my wife's always be nice, be nice, be nice, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my wife says too. <laughs> Because the people are going to judge you on whatever. Yeah. I had a guy, uh, this is a while back, on Twitter just come after me. That one time I met you, you were an absolute jerk and blah, blah, blah. And I had no reference of it, but I felt bad. And I direct messaged him back, which I hardly ever do. And I said, hey, sorry, man, I don't remember the circumstance. But if you felt that way, that's the way you felt, and that's on me. And with Mark... He had to do that, and I had seen him, and I'd seen, and I've seen Thurl in those situations too, because it's the same thing with Thurl, local guy, way way tall, can't hide, famous, can't hide, yeah, tall and famous, it's a tough combo. I was down at Jordan Commons, and we're seeing a movie. I wasn't, we didn't go together, but I saw him there, and I was chatting him up. And then he started to walk down out that front door area. I always like to come in that front door because on the right, they got those cinnamon almond things you can smell. And I love smelling them. And uh, so I saw him start to walk down, and it's a little decline. And I saw between me and him, I saw a guy, and he looks up, and he sees that it's Thurl. He literally goes running after him (laughs) just to say hello. You know? So you you can't blow people off, and Mark didn't. A tremendous asset to the community. And I assume they're going to do something uh, tomorrow, what have you, because they, I think they didn't they do something the other night, but it was an away game. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool that he has his jersey retired. When I first got here, it's funny, when I see Larry Miller in the layup line or whatever, or rebounding, right. what is this? <laughs> it's just so, and I'm a big city dude, you know? I'm from Los Angeles. Right, right. And we, didn't, we didn't do that. And don't know how to act in your golf shirt. What are you doing? But then as I got accustomed to the community. It seemed I, normal. And I thought, why, why would they retire Mark Eaton's jersey? You know, he wasn't a 10-time all-star or whatnot. But then, you know, 10 years later, as I understood what the community was about, Okay, yeah, I get it. That's what makes it what it is. We're not Los Angeles. Screw them. <laughs> we're, we're us, and this is what we do, and that's what makes this place what it is. And that's why it made it right to have Larry do that and have the Mark Jersey retirement and have him be around in the community because you don't get that other places. You just don't. Here, this is what you get, and that's what makes it what it is, and that's part of its greatness. And that's why free agents, I promise you, will flock to this franchise. And I thought of you because we replayed the uh, minute 10 piece or whatever it was that we did. Uh, it was March 1, 1996, that he got his jersey retired. And he had been retired a couple of years that, at that point. And Chris Morris, who hadn't played with him, but had got to know him because Mark yeah. was around, right. when, he, when he was asked, you know, and I don't remember 
any of this from I'm, I'm it's like I'm watching it for the first time. It's been so long. Chris Morris went right to he still lives here. He's not playing, but he's still a part of the team. He's still a part of us. And the way Chris said it, he was totally serious. He wasn't sucking up. You know, he had, it's what you said, the big city thing. He played in New Jersey for a long time. And he comes out to this side of the country, small market, what's the deal? And he realizes, oh, this guy's really important to the fan base. He's really important to the club. He's a good dude. He still talks with players about what he sees during the game, you know, another set of eyes. And you could kind of see the appreciation. And Mark finished his speech with saying, like, this is, you know, the ultimate accomplishment, you know, that you're honoring with me, and I'm going to hold up my end of the bargain. And it was clear that he just didn't accidentally do all the stuff he's done the last 25 years. Uh-huh. The way he wrote that speech and the way he finished it and making that the last thing he said, it was really clear that, you know, it was all planned. It wasn't accidental. So makes it all the more impressive. Sure. Mark Eaton, RIP. Shocking news. And uh, we'll all miss not seeing him around at the next Jazz game. When we come back, we've got more of your reaction coming into uh, the, the playoffs, the 3-1 lead, where it goes from here, and we will get to that next. Stay with us.